Hello, you're listening to the Business Butler Podcast, where we serve you tasty business solutions in bite-sized morsels on a silver platter. And now here's your host, Clayton C. Butler. Hello and welcome. Clayton C. Butler here. And the Business Butler Podcast is live. The 12th of May, 2020. Today, we're going to talk about your first impression, particularly online, and what we can do to make sure that our we put our best foot forward to our potential customers, clients, or patients. But first, if this is your first time here, I'm Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. You're indulging yourself right now in the Business Butler Podcast, where I go live every Monday through Friday on the Clayton C. Butler Facebook page and the Clayton C. Butler YouTube channel. And we talk about how entrepreneurs and business owners can grow their business with marketing, advertising, promotional items, and other creative business solutions. Oh, and if you find anything that I talk about on the podcast interesting and helpful, and you think that uh, you might need help growing your business with marketing, advertising, promotional items, or other creative business solutions, just reach out to me and my team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to butlerhelpme.com. And now that those formalities are out of the way, they say that you never get a second chance to make a good first impression. As a business owner, we often take it to mean just when that regards our establishment or when we're in person with somebody. Maybe how good our business looks or how nicely we're dressed or how firmly we shake a person's hand. In the past, customers looking at businesses to work with or service providers to give their business to would just flip to the yellow pages. And that's about as much research as you could do on a company about anywhere from 15 to 25 years ago or before. But in this day and age, people already know most of what they need to know about you before they ever meet you in person. Before they do business with you or interact with you one-on-one, they're going to look you up online. They're going to Google you. They're going to find your website. They're going to look at your Facebook, maybe your Instagram If they're planning on doing business with you in person, they're going to look at your LinkedIn probably. So the impression that you give online is a really, really important first impression. So does your business have a Facebook or an Instagram page? Does it have to have a Facebook or an Instagram page? No, it it doesn't. But it does help to give your potential patrons more information about you, your company, and what all you stand for. So the younger generation now is a lot more socially conscious than it used to be. Um, A lot of them want to do business with people who identify or mirror their own ideals. So being on social media is just one way to show them your beliefs and your ideals and what you stand for in your business. But first, Let's talk about your website. Your website needs to be complete. 
And by complete, I mean it needs to clearly tell your prospects who you are, what you have to offer them, and how they can contact you to get it. Many people just use their website as an online brochure. They cram it full of information about their company's history, their manufacturing process, the product or service line, and all that stuff. Now, while that's okay to include on a website, its focus needs to be more on meeting your potential customers' needs and their desired outcomes, and on a secondary note, how your service or products can help to meet their needs and desired outcomes. We've talked about sales pitches before and how to write copy and make sales offers in previous episodes of the podcast and on a How Tuesday video on the Clayton C. Butler YouTube channel. Those episodes go fairly in-depth, so check those out for more information if you want more about copywriting. But the main thing to keep in mind when you're building your website or you're having someone else build your website is how it's going to get sales for your business. So grab their attention, tell them what you have to offer, tell them how it's going to benefit them, and then tell them exactly what to do to get it. Now, to make your website even more effective, you might try focusing solely on lead generation with your site. Instead of making it super informative like a brochure, you might want to make it very minimalist, what we call a funnel. You take your customers, and then you funnel them into a sales process. What we do there is we make each page a landing page, and that landing page harvests their contact information in exchange for something that's of value to them as a customer. It could be more information about how to do a certain thing that moves them closer to their desired outcome. It might be a book on the subject. that they're searching for. It could be a report, a CD, a DVD, a digital download, a video that they can watch, just something that helps move them along their process on their journey from where they are to where they want to be. Once they've exchanged their contact information for your introductory product, now you have a lead that is interested in what you have to offer. And you have their contact information so you can follow up with them and actually start to nurture them as a lead and turn them into a paying customer. These lead generating pages or funnel pages, as they're often called, are designed to do one thing and one thing only, and that's to generate leads and get their contact information. There's no extra information about the company history. There aren't any other links. There's not a menu that they can click off of to get away from that page. It's just a clear attention-grabbing headline, list of benefits to the customer, and a clear and specific call to action. Now, oftentimes, your introductory product is designed in such a way as to make you or your organization look like an authority on your subject. It helps to place you in a position of preeminence in their mind. And by giving them a small introductory product that's helpful to them, they're going to be more receptive to you as the person who gave them the help. And they might likely, at least in hope and in theory, they're going to come to you to help fully solve their problem. But you'd be surprised 
seriously, and and I'm surprised too at how many people don't have a web presence or their web presence is shoddy at best. I've told you guys about even a local advertising agency that has an incomplete website, which is shocking (laughs) where some of their links on their page takes them to a placeholder page. And, and the placeholder page just has the Laura Mipsum copy and some placeholder stock photos. Excuse me. They're just the raw template pages when you click on the links. And that's just one example of a company. Right now, we're reaching out to churches and houses of worship with large congregations. And we're introducing some uh, some giveaway bags that they can give to their congregation, some welcome back bags that has some maybe face mask and some hand sanitizer and a notepad and a pen and things like that to kind of welcome the congregants back to church. And it's a gift bag that they can also give away to new, to new uh, visitors and new members and whatnot. But in our research for all these churches, I was shocked. And my wife was shocked because she noticed it first and mentioned it to me at how incomplete a lot of the websites are. And some of these are really large churches, like with multiple campuses. Some literally just have the the phone number listed as a placeholder, 555-555-5555. And that's the number that they have on the website to call, uh, which is not going to help people get in touch with you. And their email address is listed as church at churchemailaddress.com. Or some of the, the websites are 15 years or more old. Some of them have broken links. Some are still listed as under construction. It's really, really surprising, especially for, uh, you know, a larger church. Now, I know that particularly with churches, maybe the website itself isn't on the forefront of people's mind. They probably think it's not the most important thing. It's not of most importance. They probably think it's their facilities or their interaction with other people that gives a good first impression. But like I said earlier, people are going to go online and look you up before they ever set foot in your place of business, your place of worship, your establishment, or what have you. At least in this day and age, people are doing their research. So. Don't give a bad first impression right out of the gate with a poorly designed or poorly executed or incomplete website. Now, if you need help building a website or putting a lead generation funnel together for your business or your establishment, you can just give us a call at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to butlerhelpme.com. We'll be glad to help you through it. I spent a lot of time talking about the website. However, there's something that might be starting to take precedence over websites that might even be of a little bit more importance. And it's something that I've started to really take note on, and I've tried to remember it as I've been trying to reach my customers. It's the Google My Business page. A My Business page from Google is likely going to be the first thing that anybody sees when they Google 
your business. So even if you haven't completed one yourself, you might even find that there's already a Google My Business page for your establishment where other people have put in information about your business and it's just waiting for your business to claim. There might already be people who have left a review on there and you might not even know you have a page. So it ties in with Google Maps and it's on the right-hand side of the screen when you Google for restaurants, businesses, churches, or any other kind of establishment. It's a place where people can give reviews. They can give you ratings like zero to five stars. They can share photos of your place of business. If you're a restaurant, your menu items, they can share um, their experience of working with you or dealing with you, and they can leave reviews and the like. So, But you can also give valuable information on the site as well, like your hours of business, your contact information, products or service, um, your pricing, and you can actually make offers on there too and specials and coupons and deals and all kind of stuff that you can give to your customers to redeem. So you want to make sure that you have at least created your Google My Business page. And if one's already out there floating around for your business, make sure you claim it. And there's a button to do that on on the sidebar. You can it it just says claim this business. And if it is your business, you can go through this process and they verify that that is actually your place of business and your address and stuff like that. But like I said, it's going to be the first thing people see when they go to your website to search for you. So it is almost more important in my opinion now to have that in place than it is to have a website or a Facebook page because people might even stop there. They might stop their search right there if they find enough information that they need. It's very, very similar in function to a Facebook business page. It's not an exact clone, but a lot of the functionality is the same. A lot of the purpose is the same. So you got photos, reviews, and things like that. But a lot of that stuff is submitted by the public. On a similar note, review sites are also a good place to make sure you're listed on as well. So you want to make sure you have a listing on Yelp or other sites like that if uh, your business falls in that category. Many of those are very similar in function to the way Google My Business works now. And I think Google My Business is kind of taking almost taking a look at these other sites like the Facebook business and Yelp and things like that and created their own type thing, built it into their search engine. So it's easy for people when they're searching for, for a business to have the results right there on the screen. But other sites like Yelp, since their ranking is so high, they're going to show up pretty high on your search results list. So being on all those places also helps with your SEO. Now, SEO, if you don't know what that means, is search engine optimization, which just means you're optimizing your online information and your online presence. So you show up high in the rankings, means you show up at the top of the page, number one, number two, on the first page of Google. 
So if all this stuff seems a little overwhelming, that's okay. We'll be glad to help navigate you through any of that stuff or even help build the stuff out for you if you need the help with that. Or if you just feel like you need help in general with your marketing, advertising, promotional items, or other creative business solutions, just reach out to me and my team at one 3 butler or go to butlerhelpme.com. Again, this is Clayton C. Butler, your business butler that serves all your creative business solutions on a silver platter. As always, have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Business Butler Podcast. To learn more about Clayton, visit ClaytonCButler.com. Need help growing your business? Then reach out to the Butler Productions team at 1-833-3-BUTLER or go to ButlerHelpMe.com. The Butler Productions Podcast is property of Butler Productions, LLC. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved.